Hey, hey, folks, how's it going? I'm in the car, as you'll be able to hear, and it's raining. So there's lots of ambient noise, and I'm driving down from High Corey in the dark, which is not fun. High Corey's a little dirt track up off the main road from Corey. The first village north of Brodick on the Isle of Arran. Anyway, any Arran people will know that. And any non-Arran people probably don't care. So that's where I am, alright? So today, today was a good day. It was an interesting day. I had some changes of heart. And I'd quite like to talk a bit about that, actually. So that's what I'm going to do. But first of all, I'll go back in time back to yesterday when I took a a full day away on assignment working as social media consultant for Crofter's Music Bar and not only working for them as the consultant but taking part in the meeting because my consultancy services are something that needed to be discussed at the meeting so It's kind of an interesting one. And I'll start off by talking about failure. Because I made a big big arse of things in the morning. I got to the ferry terminal to discover that I had left my roller case at home. Oops. So Lorraine, my wife, dashed off back to Lam Lash to retrieve it for me while I stood outside waiting for her knowing full well that she was never going to make it back in time but hoping, hoping, hoping and she didn't she missed me by about three minutes I heard the boarding call for the ferry then the last boarding call for the ferry and all that time I was standing there wondering what am I going to do? So I tried to get over my panic and get into problem-solving mode. So the first decision I had to make was, was I going to go without the roller case or was I going to stay, retrieve the case and get the next ferry? The next ferry would have got me into Glasgow at the meeting for about 20 past 1 meeting started at 1 and I needed about 30 minutes to set up cameras and lighting so that wasn't going to be the most professional thing to do so I decided I would get the boat and try and work it out on the way across so I got on the boat chatted with my wife tried to figure out what I was missing She suggested coming over on the 11.05 herself with the bag, coming up to Glasgow, dropping off the gear. But I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to work this out. So I started researching microphones and recording devices because all of my mics were in the case. What else was in the case? My batteries for my lighting spare batteries for the camera spare memory cards for the camera 
I'll say cameras because I was carrying two cameras. What did I have in my backpack that I had remembered to bring? I had my two cameras. I had the lenses that I needed. I had my light stand, one tripod, and in my other, uh, my Hercules microphone stand case, I had my other light stand. I had my lights in the bag. I also had another light which had been shipped from Amazon straight to Donald's address in Glasgow because Amazon don't ship anything to Aaron that contains batteries, which is really really annoying so what did I need I needed an audio device I needed microphones I needed spare, at least one spare battery because yes the Sony A6400 absolutely sucks and if you can tell that I'm trying to hold back some anger there then you are right that camera does well with the filming but the, the battery life is just infuriating so I had to buy a spare battery I had to buy a battery charger to charge said battery I had to buy a tripod I had to buy a recording device I had to buy a desktop tripod with an iPhone mount and I think that just about covered it so I started researching recording devices I've been using a Zoom H4n Pro for years now and really like that device. It's my backup device, so you may well wonder why the hell was it in the same case as the microphones? Very good question. Something which I shall remedy going forward. But the Zoom H4n is, well, it's an older device now. So I was thinking along the lines of, do I buy something cheap and cheerful to get me through today and then resell it or keep it as a backup do I buy something that would constitute an upgrade from what I'm currently using or do I find something that would actually make what I do easier so the options there were 100 quid Tascam or Zoom unit, I think it's a Zoom H1 or something like that the 300 was it 300 quid? I think it is 300 quid Zoom H6 which has 6 potential XLR inputs and looks like a very very useful device to have or what was the other one? Is the Zoom H3VR which looked like a very intriguing device a fairly new device and a device which does VR recording which is not something I will ever be doing so I thought well if we think about the going simpler option the H3VR looks like it could do the job very well this device has four microphones in a circular array so you've got like a 360 pickup I'm going to be picking up audio from three potentially four sides in the conference that I'm going to film 
it seemed like a good option so that's what I ended up buying it's a very small device it's very lightweight it's powered by AA batteries it takes micro SD and it records to ambisonic so basically it's four separate tracks and it's got a 360 recording tracking I'm not quite sure how it works actually and I haven't listened back to the footage from the actual conference but I have listened back to the recording I made with Elana on the train on the way home when we recorded our podcast our weekly podcast which you'll find of course at Crofter's Music Bar so what I discovered on listening back to that and editing it last night was that Elana's voice was very clear the background noise was blocked out enough that you know the voice was loud enough over the background noise but my voice was not I'm not sure why that is when you want to export the files for use as a stereo file you have to download the Zoom Ambisonics exporter or something and in there you get the option of moving around the channels in a 360 sphere and it could be that I just have to move my channel to the left or the right side I'm not quite sure although I don't actually I want this to be a mono recording or a stereo recording with two mics on each side okay I've got some figuring out to do so moving along uh, that was from Guitar Guitar which was a fun shop to be in actually as you will imagine from a guitar player (laughs) so then I went to Merchant City Cameras which is very close to Guitar Guitar this is all in Glasgow of course and in there I bought a tripod made by Kenro which I'd never heard of the brand 150 quid with a kind of fluid head of the type that's used for video I think will be very useful for me and I also bought a micro SD card. Having secured those purchases, I then had to go back to Buchanan Street, up to Jessup's, where I was looking at desktop tripods, a battery, and a battery charger. So I ended up spending well, 44 quid, I think, on a battery, 17 quid on a GoPro flexible desktop tripod a third party one which included a, an iPod mount iPhone mount and a universal battery charger which will be useful to keep in my backpack because my other battery chargers I keep at home on my desk so and I think that was it I looked at a Manfrotto B3 twist leg tripod that was really nice it was a hundred quid reduced by 80 quid which I've since confirmed is an absolute steal and it would go very flat on a desktop, in other words the tripod legs go almost flat and then the, the, the basically the minimum height is the height of the centre bar still possibly a little on the high side for what I was wanting so I left that, besides which it's very close to my current Benro carbon fibre tripod, the one which I had left behind, so I didn't get that. I got myself kitted out and then went off to 
the venue for the, the camera shoot. I made some content out of this, just um, because I figured it was an opportunity to share my idiocy and the fact that I was able to solve it by just thinking a little bit and having some money to spend. So I bought gear that, while I didn't really need, it will be useful. I think all in all, it probably cost me over 500 quid. Yeah, it did. It was probably closer to 600 quid. That's an expensive mistake, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to learn from it. It's, it's business. I could not have turned up late and I could not have turned up unprepared to do the job that I was hired to do. So that's how that went. The job went well. The lighting failed me because, silly thing, the I'm using two Aperture Amaran 672W LED panels. I bought a new one which Donald had brought with him. It came with two batteries which were charged enough to last for an hour. I didn't know that at the time. I asked Donald, I called him and asked if he would check for me by plugging in the device to the mains and putting the batteries onto the device and then seeing if they started flashing with charging and if so, just leave it running for a while. He didn't do that. I mean, obviously my instructions were not clear enough and that's my fault. He simply put the batteries onto the device and saw that they had some charge in them and called me back to see everything was good. Now, had he done what I had hoped that he would have done without having actually expressed myself properly is to have plugged it into the mains charged up the batteries at which point he would have discovered that the device shipped with an American plug and a European socket which of course means I was not able to plug it in I needed a UK kettle lead an IEC power lead which I have many of at home, in fact probably 30 that's just a rough guess could even be more but I didn't have a spare in my bag did I? So I said to Donald we're in clockwise, we're in a big office space, surely somebody's going to have a kettle lead but he couldn't source one, so what happened was I had only one light and the batteries ran out after one hour, so lesson learned Camille get yourself sorted out, don't forget your bag and well I mean that was a, an unforeseeable mistake, the fact that the device did not ship with a British plug from Amazon, yep amazon.co.uk infuriating anyway that won't happen again so the footage I think will be good I set up three cameras 6400 did run out of battery so I had to go and replace that. I had forgotten my... Excuse me a sec while I mute my phone. I'd forgotten at home my Ninja 5 recorder, which I usually attach to my A7 III. Those of you with an A7 III will of course know that that cuts out video recording after 30 minutes. So, I had to babysit that camera, stop it after 30 minutes, restart it, whilst keeping an eye on the battery on the A6400 to ensure that that didn't run out, which of course it did. So, I mean, these are things I need to solve. Oh, well, I have solved it with the Ninja 5. I'm not sure what to do about the 6400. 
do I sell it and buy 6600 is it? The the new one that takes the A7C batteries. Do I look at a dummy battery that allows me to power the 6400 from the mains? That would certainly be a cheaper solution. Not sure. I'll look into it. I haven't listened back, as I said, to the, the audio. I didn't have time last night to check properly with the audio from the podcast that I just spoke about because I wanted to get it published on Friday and I was running out of time. So I will have some time, hopefully, in the next couple of days to look through that footage and figure out how to export a listenable stereo file with all the voices clear and crisp and loud. So it was a really good day, though. The, the bag that I just bought, which is the Naya Evo Fjord 60C. It was a Kickstarter bag and I bought it after having seen one review of the 36 litre version. The bag is excellent, really excellent. I carried my full-size Manfrotto tripod in one of the side pockets. I carried my full-size Bowens C-stand in the other pocket, cinched them tight and was able to walk around Glasgow with that in backpack mode as without too much pain. I was carrying two cameras, one lens, uh, some clothing, bottle of water, mm, the lights, and that's it really for big stuff. The rest was all smaller things, but it, it's a great bag. I'm still figuring out where all the ducats are and how to cinch it all tight and all that but it was comfortable and I did walk quite considerable distance through Glasgow city centre so that was that was good good to know and then on the way back as I said I recorded with Elana had a great discussion with her on the train and then a nicer even discussion with her on the ferry got back home tired but feeling like I had achieved something <laughs> So that was yesterday, on to today. Woke up full of beans, feeling like I was ready to start social media publishing. I'm getting into Twitter a lot more now, which I'm actually enjoying for the first time ever. And Instagram, I was posting some of the short videos that I made yesterday just to document the <laughs> my idiocy. And then I, I got to thinking this morning... Perhaps I should be curating my cameo Instagram feed as my photography feed and using Twitter to post the sort of throw-it-at-the-wall stuff, you know, non-curated, just off-the-cuff, here's what I'm doing just now stuff. I'd appreciate some thoughts on that. Instagram's a good platform for doing that kind of thing, but I would need, I think, to set up a new channel. Or, or, would it be... Better for personal branding, as in Camel, cams.photo, just to use one feed on Instagram for curated photography and for throw it at the wall, off the cuff, story type documentary stuff. Let me know what you think. I really would, I really would like to know what your thoughts are on that. I did send a tweet out to Gary V today. I'm not sure if he will respond to that or his team, but something about which I've been thinking a lot today. Then it got to 20 to 12, 
and I hadn't got my camera bag ready and I had anticipated going out to make a documentary film of the annual Christmas fair that happens in Lamb Lash called Santa's Sparkle. So that happened at midday today. Santa was coming in off the boat into Lamb Lash Pier at midday. So I frantically got my gimbal balanced and set up, my backpack ready and jumped in my neighbour's truck because my neighbour is actually the guy that was driving Santa from the pier to the high school. He'd set his truck up in the with sort of sleigh bill uh, decorations and stuff so that it looked like a sleigh. And uh, he was just leaving as my wife and Hamish were going down to the high school, so I scheduled a lift with him all the way to the pier and managed to get footage of Santa's coming off the boat. And then I filmed some of Santa's heading towards the high school, his arrival at the high school, and then some of the music, which was great. They had the soul choir and the junior soul choir. I filmed some of the fair itself and then went home. During the fair, I got to feeling like I just didn't want to do it anymore. So here's my thinking, right? I want to become professional video maker, professional social social media consultant, professional photographer. So I want to be seen doing that kind of stuff at events where there is a large number of local people. So that was an ideal place. This was my thinking. So I made myself go out and do it, even though I didn't really feel like doing it. And by the time I got to halfway through, I was like, I don't really want to do this anymore. I was getting tired, I was getting hungry, I was too hot, I was thirsty, my back was hurting from carrying all the gear. It was just kind of burnout, I suppose, in a way. So I stopped filming, and my wife went home, took my bag with her because she was taking Hamish up the road, and I booked a massage and some ear wax candling with Briagha. Brigha, I should have actually asked Shona how to pronounce it. I almost did and then forgot. B-R-E-A-G-H-A and one of those vowels has got a squiggly line above it. It's Gaelic, I'm quite sure. Not sure what it means or how to say it. But she's doing a lot of uh, therapy work on Aaron and she's she's great. She found some knots in my neck and applied some pressure and did some things. It worked. It really has worked. And then I went home and didn't have much time at all before the horse trimmer arrived and I had to entertain him, make him a cup of tea, have a blether. He's staying with us overnight. He comes over once a month, maybe once every six weeks and sees to a bunch of horses on the island, trims their feet and Lorraine's a client of his. So we put him up when he comes over and had to make his tea. And I had to pick my daughter up off the boat at 7 o'clock and take her to a party in Corrie, which is why I was driving down the hill from High Corrie at the beginning of this recording. Now, the lighting ceremony, the brass band, the fireworks, was all taking place in Lamlash from half past five. I couldn't really have gone out and filmed that and made the tea, and picked up my daughter, etc, etc. I know I could have called on my wife to help out with that, but she had already uh, 
asked me if I would cook for for Joe and the trimmer, which of course I said yes I would, and I didn't really want to to go back on that, and so I ended up not going. So also the fact that I didn't really want to go, there was that as well. So I felt less guilty because I had a kind of legitimate excuse. But now thinking back, it was oh, it wasn't the right move, was it? What would Gary Vaynerchuk say about that? I wonder. Well, I think I know what what you would say. Or do I? Because he's a family man as well. He doesn't share much about his family, which I find interesting in itself. And he spends a lot of time with his family, and he also sleeps a lot more than people would give him credit for. So perhaps, in fact, he would have done the family thing in that instance. Or at least arranged something with, you know, beforehand. Whereas I was sitting there at, with, you know, 30 minutes to think about going out. It's not enough time. So I hadn't planned properly. I think that's really what the upshot is. If I'd asked my wife and given her notice, you know, that would have been better than just saying, I've got to go, would you mind cooking the tea? So... Anyway, I've spoken for rather a long time, haven't I? 25 minutes. I'm now sitting outside the co-op Saturday night. I'm just going to go in and get some shopping and then head home. Offload some footage from the camera and um, think about how tomorrow's going to go. I've got a meeting tomorrow with Alison Page, who's running the first ever children's book festival, which is earmarked for summer next year just to see what I can do for her. I've already put a, a bid in for some social media work. It was knocked back. so And I actually low-balled them, I think, on a number. I, I bid them a grand, and that's for a year's worth of work, plus website and hosting. Uh, nah. So I'm actually quite glad that they've knocked that back, because I would have been doing a lot of work for not much money. And I'll I'll say that to her. Alison's cool. I'll mention that tomorrow, and I'll I'll see what I can do for them. Right, enough chat from Cams. If you've got to the end of this, I thank you. I really, really do. It means the world that at least somebody's listening. And if you are that somebody, hit me up on Twitter. Just let me know. Tell me you listened, because that really would mean a lot. Twitter at Camuel C A M U E L, or Instagram same name. Facebook, Cam's Campbell, all the usual places, you know. Thanks for listening, folks, and I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye for now.